Big Heave. My Big Heave this week, it was the talking point after racing in the WA Cup. The protest was dismissed. That, I believe, was definitely the correct decision. There was too much of a margin. There was no proof that the other horse would have won had it been able to hold the front. But taking into account the way the driver acted, drove his horse hard on top of the leader for a good 150, 200 metres, causing it to gallop by checking it or putting it onto the pegs to gain the lead, which was not his rightful place, was found by the stewards to be uh, totally wrong. They suspended the driver for six weeks and fined him $3,000. They should then, I believe, and I ran a poll on Twitter, we had 214 votes, 75% said it should have been relegated. They should have brought in rule 64 in the Australian Harness Racing rule book and had this horse relegated this is just my opinion uh, but this is what the big heaves all about basically the rule states this a horse may be disqualified from a race or placed in a lower finishing position in a race if the horse a crosses a horse without being clear of it b jostles or interferes with a horse unless solely in response to the action taken by another horse or driver. C, forces a passage where insufficient room. D, forces a horse out of its ground. Races on the inside of marker posts, so forth, so forth, all the way down to is driven in a manner prejudicial or detrimental to the reputational interests of harness racing. Now, I believe that this rule has been ticked off in three different occasions, being rule 64A, 64B and 64I. And as we've seen with Bullies Delight in Tasmania, that horse was relegated. It does not affect the betting. The all clear is given. The betting has gone out. But if drivers want to be cowboys, they can go and join a rodeo. There's no room for cowboy driving, especially in big races, the way that was to just, I suppose, take that lead with no respect whatsoever for horse, driver, safety, or the rest of the field. That could have caused a pile-up. That horse could have damaged its leg. It could have broken down. It was an absolute cowboy move, and I'm happy to say that out loud, and I'll cop any... uh, Any arguments you want to throw at me, that's no problem at all. If you want to be a cowboy, go to the rodeo. Stewards need to bring in the relegation rule and say, if that's how you're going to behave, we're going to take the race off you. Now, drivers are going to start driving with a bit more respect. That's my big heave, Topes. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to come through well or not here, Steve. Yeah, we got you. But I do agree with with most of that. In fact, uh, I think the race... Should it, I don't think the protest should have been upheld. There was no way you could prove it one way or another, but I do believe that it did change the result of the race and we just can't have that happen consistently. He was a long way across, though, when he did, did hit his legs and I suppose if it was any other race, then Jumping Jack Mack doesn't keep kicking up inside him, does he? Well, Jumping Jack Mack has every right to keep punching up inside of him. He laid on him for 150 metres before he got him. So he never tried once to steer that horse off Jumping Jack 
uh, Flash's legs. He just simply kept coming down and coming down and coming down until he eventually got him. That's the part that I'm on. If he was sitting there and pulling that horse off and then trying again and he was pulling it off, trying not to let it get down onto him, you'd say, well, at least he's trying to, to pull it off the other horse's legs. But there was no, not once did he even try to give that horse any room to his inside. He had one thing on his mind and that was, I am going to crunch you until I get the front. And unfortunately for the horse that's run second, he did that. I hope the horse is okay. If the horse is not, if, if that horse, say, put its leg through a tendon and that was the end of his racing career, I would be taking this to court. Like, that's how bad a driver well, was by the leader. Well, that that's what was my next question. Like, one of these is going to end up in court, isn't it? Because yep. you could argue in court that, well, the same arguments that Stewie McDonald and Gary Hall Sr. were making that, they wouldn't have won the race if he hadn't have done the interference and now there's six weeks suspended as well. They're, the difference in prize money is pretty significant, uh, $450,000 race. So uh, the magnificent storm it was $258,000 for first and for second place it's $80,000. So there's $170,000 at stake here. Uh, to roll the dice with a legal team at one of these... And matter like this will end up in court sooner or later, surely. Yeah, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't ever come to that. Um, as I said, the rule is there. It, it's it's part of the rules of racing. We're not asking them to bring in a rule that's not there. The Rule 66 mm. Harness Racing Australia rule book, it's right there in black and white. Um, as Darren McCall mentioned um, on Twitter, it's used all over the world. Australia seems to be the only place that's not using it. It's like, you know... Fair enough, little things happen, but when you do something yeah. in such a deliberate action or such a bad way, then that's when it needs to come in. And, and they're not going to stop this sort of, I suppose, driving until people are too scared to do it. You know, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, our laws with criminals. As, as soon as you start taking away, you know, severe punishment and all that, that they've got no fear. It's like, well, I'm going to get a slap on the mm. wrist. So what? I got a $3,000 fine. I just won a $200,000 race. You know, like you, you've got to make it, you know, clear, black and white, and just say, right, you want to drive like that, you're going to lose the race. Yeah, it's similar, I suppose, to the whip rule, isn't it? Because... I have concerns it's going to end like that as well. Someone will hit their horse, and to put it in extremes, might hit it 30 times in the last 400 metres to win a Hunter Cup or a WA Cup or a race like that, and the other driver drives to the rules and goes down by a short half head. Well, the other, well, one driver that's uh, breaking the rules has won the race, and the other one's abiding by the rules and has run second. So, yeah, there's some looking at penalties and relegation, and... Yeah, I think if you, in my opinion, if you uh, breach the whip rules in an extreme fashion, then there should be a relegation as well. Oh, if you can be relegated for galloping uh, yeah. in the last bit of the straight, so if you're two strides from the line and you gallop and there's a horse with its nose at your tail, you get relegated behind that horse. There's no way that horse was ever beaten you past it because you were so close. But the rule's now there and straight away placings are reversed. They need to start bringing this in to stop this kind of driving. It, it's there, use it. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all, mate. I'm trying to create some sort of an argument for theatre here, but uh, I can't. <laughs> <You unfortunately>. can't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't agree on a lot of things, Toby. It's, it's good to be oh. able to finally come together with it. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a magnificent win still by Magnificent Storm. Absolutely. And, 
Congratulations to Ray Williams and Aidan DeCampo and congratulations again to Stewie McDonald who handled himself so magnificently well in the stewards room and, and the WA Racing for opening it up for, for all of us to see and get an understanding of what happened and to hear their thoughts and to be able to talk about it as well.